Everybody wanna make it. Everybody tryna get somewhere. Everybody wants attention. Want you to know that they're standing right there. So many stars, they just wanna be up there with them. Sorry, I'm late. I just don't give a fuck. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? It's the Late to Work Podcast, episode motherfucking 15. It feels like a milestone, but 15 is not really important. Is there any famous 15s? Uh, hey, in light of gun violence, they are 15. <laughs> Vince Carter was number 15. Shout out Vince Carter. Vince Carter's the dude. He, he's yeah. still 15. Still, yes. Yeah, he's also 42. Still out there balling, man. Age is a number, bro. Age is however you feel, bro. Episode 15, Late to Work Podcast. It's your boy, Money Mitch, a.k.a. King Lear, a.k.a. Light Skin, Lord of the Flies, your certified crazy nigga. You can find me at, at mgainer22, at mlgainer22 on one or more social media platforms, whichever your favorite. If you're looking for the podcast itself, you can catch us on Facebook. It's just late to work, numeral two. Catch us on, uh, on Twitter at underscore late to work. Or if you want to email us, hit us with your questions, hit us with your submissions, hit us with some music you want to feature, whatever. Hit us uh, if you know a good guest you want us to interview. You can hit us at late to work podcast at gmail.com. Late to numeral two work podcast at late <laughs> at gmail.com. Sorry, I got a little tongue tied there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here rocking with the homie. Only Chris Allen here, your baby mama's and your mama's favorite. Hey. <laughs> I just feel like I needed something to say after your titles. Uh, I'm trying to add an AKA every week, man. That's, a new AKA? I need yeah. to start thinking of some AKAs. I don't have any good AKAs. I, you know what it is? Is I never had a good nickname, so I just make up new shit every single week. And like, <laughs> some of these, like, I keep making a new one up every week, and then I go check Twitter, see if any of them are available Twitter handles, and that's really the goal. So right. I can cut out my actual Twitter handle, so that by the time we get, like, bigger and people I don't know are, like, following this, they're, like... They don't know where to like find me in real yeah. life. I don't need anyone knowing my government <laughs> shit. Yeah, man. Only Chris Allen on uh, Instagram, on Twitter. I really tweet, but I need to start tweeting more. You do. I do. Like you just I take, have, take over. I like to work. Fucking Twitter. We yeah, barely tweet out of that. No, man. I'm the worst, man. Jets, get on that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we got a bunch of shit going on in the world today. Uh, usually, our whiteboard here of topics is like two to three things because we know we ramble a bunch and we usually go on and on. Uh, so we try to break it into like a big thing, a small thing, and a couple of fun things and get the fuck out of here. This week, there's just a bunch of shit going on in the world. Yeah, I feel like these are all going to be pretty quick topics. Um, Where do you want to start? Uh, we can start wherever you want to start. What are you, what are you in the mood for hitting? I, hitting so, I'll be honest with you. I feel like I owe, maybe not our listeners, because I don't know how much they actually invest in me being correct, but I feel like I owe the, the world, the ether, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, an apology for my Meek Mill take last week. Uh. Man, like, listen, I, I've been on probation numerous times. Most people I know have been on probation numerous times. Mm-hmm. As far as I'm concerned, when you're on probation, you just got to act right. Yeah. That's pre- that, that's it. I don't care what you're on probation for, if it's just, if it's unjust. If they come before you and they already got you on probation, straight up and act right, at least for that time being. Now, that said, the more and more comes out about this story, dog, it this shit sound is like, crazy. Yeah, it does sound like bullshit. Uh, we thought like, the judge has been, like, trying to get him to sign to a different label that's owned by, like, our cousin or some shit. Yeah, something weird, like, uh, the dude's name, something, uh, something Mac. He's a Philadelphia, like big guy out there uh, in the industry and I hear it's kind of street related dude and he has t- he's denied it but what they're saying is that he has a relationship with the judge and she tried to persuade me to switch from Rock Nation to his management company 
All this is allegedly... And by persuade, you mean dangled some jail time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, apparently. And, uh, which is like... I, I don't know how much of this is true. It just sounds like irrational. Like, it sounds it, irrational, but I also... If it, it if it was so irrational, I'd be surprised at the, the outlets reporting it. Like, the outlets reporting it are like the New York Times, yeah. Billboard. I think that would that would have had credibility maybe like uh, yeah, two right. years ago. Yeah. But nowadays, it, yeah. it's, it's such a rush. I mean, there's a real issue with our media outlets. It's such a rush to be the first one out and with how fast social media is moving they're not doing a lot of fact checking right now we don't supposedly there's a uh, FBI investigation into this judge but we don't know they haven't confirmed it they said that they have no they wouldn't give a response on whether there was or was not uh, but there seems to be at least a little bit of sketchiness going on. Regardless, um, and I had to apologize too because I we both thought that he was he went out of town without uh, <clears throat> correct documentation. But I guess he it was a traffic incident where he popped a willy. And yeah, he was, he was riding an uh, unregistered dirt bike through the streets of New York. Yeah, which is like, come on, man, like that's not a reason to put someone in jail for two years. Yeah, for that's what I mean, like. I again, if you're on probation, straight up and act right. Anything that's violation, violation, probation. Can I? It, so this is true. I'm, I try not to talk too too much about my past on here because whatever. Uh, but there's one time I was on probation, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I got in some trouble at school or whatever. Mm-hmm. I got suspended from school, right? Mm-hmm. Then I got locked up for mm-hmm. violating my probation because one of my like stipulations of probation as a juvenile was that I had to go to school. Mm-hmm. So because I was suspended and couldn't go to school, mm-hmm. they locked me up. For violating my probation. Yeah. That's how. That's what I mean. That's the line. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's how micro. You know what I mean? So it's like, you look at shit like that, and it's like, okay, like you're right. Like that's a dumb reason to go to jail for two to four years. Yeah. But also, like, if you know you have two to four years over your head for anything you do, yeah. the fuck are you doing doing anything that dumb that's illegal? Yeah. You want to do some illegal shit that's making you a bunch of money? Fine. You want to do some illegal shit that's like crazy OD fun? Like you're all on a fucking deserted island somewhere, like fucking bitches nobody knew existed in a fucking you know lava pool. Cool. You yeah. know what I mean? Worth it maybe. Yeah. Pop no wheelie, bro. Yeah, exactly. Nigga, you can't register the bike. You a millionaire. I know. Yeah. How hard is that? And it was. And I think it's just like is it, he probably wasn't even his bike. He probably just saw kids that's out there in the street and just doing it. But here's the thing. Um, <clears throat> I think that. One, we know the the system, the justice system is fucked up, especially for young black people from the inner city. Uh, we know everything's against you. And because of that, you do have to walk lightly. You do have to, like, kind of tip your toe until you're off those papers. Um, so, like, yes, it's fucked up. Um, no, he shouldn't be in jail for No one should. Jail should be like you're a danger to the community. He's obviously is not. Uh, the whole justice system is ridiculous, uh, but Meek, man, like he got to yeah, I, I gotta be honest with you. I, I, I think the the solution here is like let it, you know, we somehow reverse this, get him out in a month, and put him in house arrest for like a year. Yeah, like, I think that's because like, yeah, yeah. I got I gotta admit, like you, you gotta you gotta act right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and it's clearly you can't go out in public and restrain yourself from acting a fool. Yeah, exactly. And, and that like that shouldn't be a crime. Don't get me yeah. wrong. But at the same time, if you're under investigation for acting a fool with a gun, 
Yeah. Then you can't go act a fool. So yeah. park your ass at home for six months, a year, eighteen months, whatever they want to like give him house arrest for. Make it like don't let him leave the motherfucking yard. Yo, put him on some uh what was that Shia LaBeouf movie? Disturb you shit. Yeah, where yeah, they got the right. laser garden and shit. Yeah. Like yeah, put him on some shit like that. Let <laughs> don't him, let me yeah, leave let him record. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let him record. Let him like throw a couple parties, you know what I mean? That'll be you know, that'll be dope for me. Yo, get in some good shape, throw a couple like a dope album release party yeah, at the crib. Yeah, you know I mean, like, let him know, like, three months before you do it so he has time to buy a new house. You know what I mean? Like, cool. Like, do the millionaire thing, my nigga. But, like, just stay your ass out of trouble for a minute. Yeah. Like, Meek Mill's supposed to be transitioning to another tier. And I don't even like Meek Mill that much. But, like, you have a ticket, my nigga. Go yeah. cash that shit in. So You know music better than me. Tell me if I'm wrong. About what? His... Like, Meek Mill's got a ticket, right? Yeah. Like, he's there. He can yeah, get there. Yeah, he's there. He's and there. it's like, you could, that could, that could be dope. Like, that could be a whole different lane he opens up. Yeah, and all... Cut the, crazy, the whole overhead. You just the do crazy, that whole shit from home. The crazy thing is that he'll probably, if he only does a year of this, of this sentence, which mm. I think he... I can't will, imagine he does more than one. Yeah, That's, exactly. Uh Lucy said he'll probably get do 10 months to come yeah. out. Uh, he'll probably be bigger. He'll probably, I mean, the so my one third, my one third prediction was right then. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing. Um, how do you feel about the rally that they have for McMill? What do you mean? This, so they put. Uh, I'm not sure if everyone's aware. They put on this huge rally for Meek Mill. Um, was like, it in Philly? It was in Philly. There was like thousands, like tens of thousands of people out there. Rick Ross know, and a lot of yeah. Rick Ross was out there. They did a whole thing for uh, for Meek Mill um, about the justice system and how it was unfair to Meek Mill and so forth. So it was a big. I I think Meek Mill's gonna be an interesting case where it's like, so we've been dying for another black celebrity other than Colin Kaepernick to like be a face of a movement where like mm-hmm. everybody's a little tired on Kaepernick people are entrenched in their stances mm-hmm. you know people hate Kaepernick or they love Kaepernick but I don't, it's you know just like anything else after enough time like nobody's moving right mm-hmm. uh, not to cheapen the Colin Kaepernick thing but I look at the Deflategate thing right mm-hmm. like living through Deflategate here in New, you know, in New England it was like mm-hmm. a month after that shit happened everybody had their side that's and that's we right. talked about it for 18 months and that shit was horrible and I'm like that's kind of where we're getting to with Kaepernick and so I think Meek if the stories are true, mm-hmm. and he's being exploited by the justice system to like switch his management and like his career is being like railroaded mm-hmm. by like politicians and like lawyers, mm-hmm. then uh, yeah, this is a huge fucking story and a great example of like the exploitation of the black male uh, and the the societal expectations of what he is supposed to be in the act he is supposed to portray mm-hmm. as this street nigga, and they like use that against him through these like various uh, systemic plagues here, mm-hmm. and so like that's a fascinating story and I think that becomes a huge thing ever. Do I think this actually has the legs? I don't I don't know if the people who defend Meek Mill mm-hmm. know how to make that carry and I don't think the people who know how to make make that carry know Meek Mill. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they would like you'll see people repping for Meek Mill in the next couple of weeks who have no fucking clue what they're talking about. Yeah. It, it, and it's going to be tough to stomach. Here's my problem. Okay, let me I agree with everything you said. Like it's it's Good that people are coming together, over because what who Meek Mill represents, and he does the fact that he's a star kind of uh, puts it on steroids, mm. and it brings a lot more attention to it. And I love that people get up and rally behind him. But I have a problem with like only because if it wasn't me, no one would be, give a fuck. But it's 
thousands of th- millions of people in the same situation that Meek's in. And, and it, it takes a rapper to get arrested for people to rally her together to be like, yo, this is all fucked up, yo. Yeah, but I mean, like, at, at the end of the day, like, people always... I just always think that's such a pointless, like, discussion to have. Not, I'm not trying to, like, shit on your point. It's just, like, it, every cause needs celebrity, man. Like, we don't yeah. give a shit unless famous, rich, or huge numbers of people are involved. Like, we care. Like, if it's normal people, we need 10 million people involved. If it's celebrities, we need 10. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that, that's just, like, that's the way we associate Well, them. I think that's a, I think, well, I don't think that's actually, sh- it shouldn't be the way things are. Um, oh, I'm not saying and, it should. And, and, it's, and it's due to, like, the fact that, like, the, the black community has, like, zero leaders. And, like, before when we had, like, civil rights leaders, we had the, like, Malcolm X and mm. the MLK and the Huey P's and, and even, like, the Jesse Jacksons and, like, you know, and when people would, like, see injustice in those celebrities... Or they weren't celebrities. They were celebrities too, mm. but they were like civil rights leaders would get behind this injustice. Mm. That would bring the people out. But because the, we have this, uh, this gap. Well, just like leadership, leadership is guided now by entertainment. Like, you know, yes, uh, presidency being like a. Co- no, I I couldn't agree more. And that's like, completely fucked up. I don't I don't know how we change that in an entertainment driven society. Mm-hmm. Like one of the core problems of America, not to get you know down on again, we need. Coming soon, we're getting a soundboard. I'm getting a fucking conspiracy theory drop. <laughs> uh, but, like, one of the, the core issues with America is, like, our, our number one export is entertainment, right? Like, yeah. Our, we're an entertainment-driven culture, so, of course, we value entertainment. Is the back... People talk about, like, steel or oil or cars or whatever. And the backbone of our fucking economy is entertainment. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're, we're the best consumers in the world, and we make the best content. Like, yeah. That's the, the industry of America. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, if that's the industry, like, and that's who you respect, and that's your, like, path to success and wealthy... Like, mm-hmm. what, like what product isn't built on entertainment? Amazon's built on entertainment. Netflix's built on entertainment. Facebook's been built on entertainment. Apple's now built on entertainment. Sam's, every one of like the new generation companies that are success, successful and like mm-hmm. guiding the next era are all entertainment driven. Yeah. And so, so long as that's the process, then you need. I think what's fun about this is now we can expect more from our entertainers, but I also think that's so dangerous. It is and, super dangerous. Like disinhibiting not only, not only what that does to our leadership, not politics, but what that does to our entertainment. Yeah. Like. Are you not allowed to be to push boundaries now? Are you not allowed to take risks as an entertainer, as a comedian? Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like that's the whole value of that medium, right? Yeah, and but now if you look to your comedians for political advice and for news, mm-hmm. then like you gotta be right all the time. No, yeah. I'm a fucking comedian. Exactly. And you're gonna and not only will you have to like just be you know express your talent you're gonna also have to be in charge of drawing those guidelines to be like look like no i'm a ridiculous person i'm not political and anything i say take with a grain of salt but it's a problem also because you do have i mean like as far as honesty whether it's culturally or politically it's coming from Celebrities like you, you want a true opinion. It's not coming from CNN. It's not coming from Fox. It's not coming from NSC, NS, whatever media outlet or news outlet you look at. It, it's coming from comedians. It's coming from the Colin Kaepernick's yeah. and so forth like that. Well, Which, and I, I think part of the issue is like 
but some of the people we used to look up to as leaders were had had sway, right? Like mm. they were union leaders. They were like you know corporate, you know you know huge factories and the corporation, you know the the workers that worked for these corporations. Mm-hmm. And like that model just doesn't really exist anymore. But mm-hmm. like the you know large swarms of people have a populist vote anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know where they do like they're largely swayed by entertainment because they're consuming it all the time. Yeah, myself included. You know, what I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that like from a, some sort of pedestal. Like I know, like I'm better. Like no, like I consume a gross amount of entertainment. That's what I spend most of my time doing. I love media. I mean, mm. This is what I live for. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and so it's like, I don't know. Like I don't know what the answer to that is because I don't. I don't think that's necessarily the problem. Mm. I just think we need to distinguish between like. Media and entertain like media entertainment that's meant to be truthful and media and entertainment that's just meant to be entertaining. Yeah. Because like I what's happened is like news and like real like content, like shit you need to know. Things that like things that can teach you, things you can learn from, things that inform you, uh, have to be entertaining now, otherwise we wouldn't watch them, right? Yeah. Like you have a thousand million entertainment options. Why the fuck would I watch it boring ass TV? So like but there needs to be some level of like you have to. I don't know what it is. If you apply, you know, it's like a license to a certain kind of channel, like uh, some sort of distinction. You get a little fucking badge on the screen. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we. Uh, I don't know. Whoever solves that's gonna be the next billionaire. I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah <laughs> definitely. I mean, I think there is like, well, we we are reaching this this uh, this blurry line between like celebrity. Obviously, it's already exists. The celebrities are moving culture more than like politicians and so forth. We have a celebrity as a president, which is ridiculous. Uh, but you also see, like, I mean, a lot of the people who I gain, you know, a lot of insight from, and like, it are like political guys or philosophers and or uh, professors who are now using podcasts and these different and YouTube and these different media outlets to get their message out. So I do see like a little grain of hope still left in there because you do see like the uh like the Christopher Ryan, Dr. Christopher Ryan's, the uh the um Sam Harris's, the um uh, Jordan Peterson's, these guys who are great great minds who are like using podcasts and YouTube in order to spread messages. And I think that's cool. I guess like and maybe this is my own bias showing because you know I I think you know I want to be you know with this podcast we you know one of these kind of platforms where these people come to, mm-hmm. but I think like those those are the things that are really, uh, uh, what am I like broadcast like broadcasting though like you know mm-hmm. those people may have a platform and like you pointed out some like very successful examples but there's plenty of other you know less successful examples than you know uh, a Tim Ferriss you know mm-hmm. what I mean or Christopher yeah. Ryan uh, where it's like. Some of these guys, like, yeah, they have a, a thousand, you know, a couple hundred followers, and then they go do a show like, you know, The Brilliant Idiots, mm-hmm. where it's like, that's an infotainment show. You know, it's a yeah. hot, takey, opinion, comedy kind of show, mm-hmm. but they bring on, like, really talented, informed guests. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, they bring on the Angela Rise of the world. Mm-hmm. Like, Angela Rise podcast is dope, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like, I've listened to on one a couple episodes, like, I like it, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? But it's, it's a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's tough. Like it's tough to take in content like that all the time. Mm-hmm. It's so serious. Yeah. And like she's not half the entertainer that Charlemagne is. You yeah. know what I mean? Because Charlemagne has made his life as an entertainer. Mm-hmm. And so like when she's on their podcast, like that that to me is the mix I want. Like yeah. I want entertaining podcasts that bring on real like real 
uh, like experts, right? Like right? mm-hmm. people in the field. Like I want to know music from musicians and A and Rs, and you know, I want to know movies from directors and screenwriters, and I want to know politics from policy writers and lawyers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like I, those are the people like I want to be talking to. Yeah. But does it need to be entertaining for you to digest it? Yes, that that's, that's my point. I feel like it that's the been. problem because the best people at fucking. I don't think that's a. I don't think that's a problem so long as like, we. I don't think that's a problem so long as you announce that. Like, we're we're, inter, we're trying to entertain you and inform you. I think it's a problem when. when that's what we do here, right? Well, I, yeah, but I do think that's a problem when like you're making a decision on like who to vote for or what policies. Yes, when you that. have to like, oh, this guy not only has to be like uh, understand infrastructure, but he has to be exciting and explain. Yeah, but, that, but that's always been the case. Like you've always had to be charismatic to be in politics, to be in the higher levels of politics. As it seems to be like that as as we move forward, but I'm not um, talking, you can go back to the JFK days. Yeah, well, that was the and beginning well, of well, it. That was. Like that was just the beginning because JFK and you know, JFK and Nixon was like the yeah. first televised uh, yeah. debate, and like people who listen thought that Nixon won it, yeah. but people who watched it was like, oh, JFK won it because he's pe- so charismatic, exactly, and energetic. But um, I don't think that's necessarily the best formula to move move society forward, and, and, and it. it, it it's it's what people are attracted to, but it's like so funny, Hitler, we was, Hitler before, was like, super like, charismatic. <laughs> it can lead so you down the dark so road. Trump, apparently, yeah, you so know. That's the, that's the funny thing about Trump. I don't understand. I don't find Trump to be charismatic. I don't think so too. Like, he sounds like for anyone. There's nothing alluring about him to me, dude. Uh, I think uh, Michael Rappaport put it like so beautiful. Like he was like, dude, this guy. Like we're from New York. We like know New Yorkers, and this guy is a hustler. So you ever like he is? He's just a hustler con man. That's what, that's what I mean. Like, I know niggas like that. Like, yeah. he just seems like one of those to me. Yeah, we, you realize how many people can, like, I mean, people are getting conned every day. They look at these yeah. stupid fucking commercials and they're buying shit. They're getting conned every day. Yeah, but me, but me, people like you and myself, it's we have a high tolerance or a low tolerance for bullshit. We can yeah. see this shit coming around the corner. And we're like, oh, no, just fuck this. Whatever he's selling, I'm not buying. I don't care what the fuck it is. But uh, there's a large section of the population who was just like, oh, no, no, this, this seems right. This is, and they're buying shit from comment. About 31%. <laughs> yeah, and that's the, that's the trouble. Uh, and, you know, I hope that there is, I heard there is, we're starting an emergence to where, like, people understand that, okay, well, you're going to have to build, like, a, a you're going to have to, like, work your way through media and use the social media and podcasts and YouTube and these different platforms in order to speak your message in a way to get in here, and you can't just be smart, intelligent, just do it. You have to actually drive the people, and it's going to be a combination, but hopefully... We don't have to sacrifice too much Trumps and, and these hustlers who understand it because, you know, they've gotten ahead not with skills or not with, uh, you know, planning just by being charismatic and telling people what they want. I mean, it goes a long way. I've said this for a long time. Like, you don't get what you don't ask for. And, like, you'd be, you'd be surprised what... Be, maybe that's just me being a fucking sociopath, but, like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I've, whenever anyone says you can't do that, I always ask why. Yeah. Like, you're a human being with complete and total autonomy and a supposedly free society. You can do anything you fucking want to do. <laughs> and that's a crazy thought to a lot of people. 
Uh, oh, no, I was just gonna say, uh, kind of an easy transition to mm. this uh, while we're on the topic. How do you feel about the now? If you guys haven't seen uh, Colin Kaepernick as GQ Citizen on the Year, um, what's your thoughts on that? How do you feel <laughs> yeah. about that? Uh, white people about to be so mad. Oh yeah, half the country uh, Superman. I don't know. I feel like all that shit, like the citizen of man, sexiest man in the world, the fucking uh, man of the year. Like I don't know. It's it's like every other end of the year mm-hmm. thing, right? Like top hundred albums of the year, top hundred movies. It's just something you do at the end of the year. So I don't play put much stock in it. Uh, so like I'm sure it's a shock value thing. GQ, like every other magazine in the world, needs some readers. Mm-hmm. That being said, like. For all the people out there who, like, have been knocking Colin Kaepernick for this entire year, mm-hmm. go, like, read through the article, read through, like, my man spent the entire year donating to charities and running Know Your Rights camps, which I heard somebody butcher this on the radio earlier, shout out to fucking WEI here in Boston, fuck y'all. Uh... Uh, essentially, like the Know Your Rights camps, Colin Kaepernick's been running uh, a couple different places around the country, uh, including in the Bay Area, obviously where he played. Uh, these camps for young black people or y- young people in general, mostly young men of color, to come and you know understand your rights when interacting with the police, understand how to interact with police safely and intelligently, so that you don't end up in a dangerous situation. Uh, and for people who don't understand, like, and I say that to me and white people politely, like. You have to understand as a, especially a black male, as a black person in general, but especially as a black male, there's like a code to how you interact with police, police to avoid you getting hurt. Now you might think it's, you know, resisting or you might think it's acting, but like when a cop pulls you over and like you go to reach for your registration in the glove box, nobody tries to shoot you. You know what I mean? Like, I've had guns drawn on me in that exact scenario at 16 years old when I had a learner's permit. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's just a different set of expectations. And so for people not to get that, I really think, like, it's just another way to highlight Colin's whole case. And so he's been doing shit like that all throughout the year. He's been, you know, donating money to foreign countries that, you know, are, are going through some shit. He's been raising money all over the country. Uh, and also, like, a lot, of, a lot of the knock on Colin recently has been him not speaking out. I guess, like, I don't have a problem with it, man. There's a lot of power in silence, and I think a lot of what his protest was meant to be was specifically, you know, there's a lot of protests going on in the country at the time when this Mm -hmm. started. Mm -hmm. And he wanted to almost consolidate that message into, hey, Mm -hmm. we can all agree nobody should be getting shot unjustly, right? Yeah. Everyone has a problem with people protesting boisterously or loudly or in a way that uh, interrupts traffic or in a way that interrupts the normal flow of business. Mm-hmm. I'm going to silently kneel in a sign of respect to... And th- this is what I find interesting. If you go back and read some of his earlier statements, because I was going through this after the GQ story thing came out, uh, and it's like, people keep asking, what is he protesting? And mm-hmm. one of his earliest things after he had the talk with Nate Boyer and they switched the kneel instead of sitting, mm-hmm. he said, I, I came to understand talking with Nate that... You know, kneeling is a is the sign of respect to the flag, and kneeling is a sign of respect to what I think America can be and has the promise to be. And that's the America I always line up for. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like I believe America is the world. I said this last week. It's the world's last like opportunity for a true free meritocracy, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like that's what we should all be on board with, right? Mm-hmm. That's what everybody agrees America is supposed to be about. So if that's the case. And we have a bunch of people who agree that's not what's happening because we're being unjustly treated. Why are other people who are supposed to be on our side, a.k.a. our white fellow Americans, being like, nah, that's not true? Like, wrap your head around it, bro. Like, every, but every one of us has one of these stories. Ask any one of your so-called black friends that you have. 
Every one of us has one of these stories. Mm-hmm. So, like, stop turning away, like, Colin Kaepernick's disrespecting the flag. Stop, stop turning away, like, Colin Kaepernick's disrespecting veterans who he honors every time he actually does speak. Don't act like he's disrespecting the country. There's no one more fuck yeah pro-America than this guy right here. Mm-hmm. I love my red, white, and blue and star-spangled everything. And it's like... I shit. I didn't like Colin Kaepernick. I don't like Colin Kaepernick the player. Yeah. I fucking hated Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. When this all started, I was like, oh, anyone but him. Yeah. But it's like, dude, you can't like. I have the utmost respect for the movement and what he's like done so far, and like I see, you know, no no reason he couldn't be citizen of the year when you co- when you combine like impact, reach, so, you know, celebrity status, like you know, newsworthiness, all that sort of shit. Like, it makes sense to me. Yeah. Uh, your text? Uh, like, I don't know. Like, I don't... Yeah, um... I, I saw, like, such a Kaepernick stand right now. Like, I really don't even fuck with Kaepernick that heavy. Yeah, I mean, I I agree with, uh, everything you said. Um, and I do, there is a, a bit of my, like, that itch of they're just trying to promote something and using him and his cause to promote GQ and get people to talk about it because they know it's going to be... So that always leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Uh, I respect Kaepernick, what Kaepernick's done, and he has changed my opinion on him since he started doing this because I had I felt a certain way about him doing it and being the second-string quarterback and doing it. And, yeah. like, Agreed. And, and doing it when his play and skills looked like they were diminishing uh, each Sunday. Uh, and But he's changed my mind about it of how he's been, you know, continuing to, you know, support the movement outside of the field and continuing to weather the storm and staying true to, like, what he started with. Um, Back to celebrities and athletes being at this position where they're the citizen of the year, I I still, I mean, I, I... I still, I just have a problem with us, our worshipping of, of, of celebrities. celebrities, man. And I feel like it's a fucking, it's a poor role to be on. And I'm, I'm not... I guess, I guess my question to you is, if the, if the Citizen of the Year wasn't a celebrity, would you pick up the magazine and read it? Because that was your argument before. Yeah, it yeah. If it was like, really? a, yeah, if it was so like, if watch, a, a, if, if, well, I'm not gonna read this. So, but I'm so not gonna if, read if this. If you watch by <laughs> and you saw and you saw GQ magazine with somebody you didn't recognize, never heard of on the cover, and said Citizen of the Year, you're gonna pick that up and read that four page article? Well, okay, well, it's different than like, I mean, if 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 it's like a, a Elon Musk or someone like that, then fuck yeah, I'm gonna pick it up. If Elon Musk is that is that transition, or it's like you know he's that transition sure, he, where he's that, like that's a, because of his works he's become a, a celebrity. I think he's won it before. Uh, I'm sh- I'm sh- I would not be surprised. But uh, for reference, by the way, Tom Brady won this a couple years ago. Oh, uh, for what a joke this is. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah. I, Elon Musk is a good example. I can't. I guess I can't think of too many people who like uh, Elon Musk is a celebrity. No, you yeah, know what I mean? like, but he's a celebrity because of what so he's, he's done. He's a celebrity for reasons you agree with. That's that's my only difference. Is like you just don't think in, entertainment's that important, which is ironic considering you're a professional entertainer. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I I agree. Yeah, I just don't want our leaders to be like. It's a different. I guess celebrity would be the wrong because you can get, gain celebrity for doing certain things. So you, and, you just don't want entertainers to be powerful. My question is why. I just think it's. I think because you end up with Trump as a president. See, I I think that's like that's the unfortunate. Side. Or you end up with a Kim K being the most famous person in the world, and 
I'm just I just don't agree with the level. Right, but say say 15 years from now we end up with John Stewart as president. Are you as are you nearly as mad? I, I I'm I'm not as mad as I am as as Trump as a president, but I wouldn't agree. I just I wouldn't want John Stewart. I, I, I mean love neither, John neither Stewart. would I. I agree. I'm with you, but like I'm I'm saying like I don't I, I don't think you know like I like Al Franken as a senator. My girlfriend's from Minnesota. We talk about this occasionally. Like mm-hmm. I don't think he's a bad senator just because he was an entertainer before. Yeah. You know I mean? Uh, was Bradley from New York? Was a, he was an NBA player? Became a senator. He was a perfectly good senator for I think he served like two or three terms, mm-hmm. maybe more than that. Uh, you know what I mean? Like I, I think it's not like one prevents you from being the other, and I don't think we should like. I hate the completely your rule just stick to just your because, sports, yeah. you stick to your movies. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I hate that. And no, I, and I agree. I just want that if you're going to represent that, and I think that a, a lot of people are reaching that position. Not so much because of their skills and their ability to because their namesake because of their namesake no, no, and, and that's and that's my biggest problem with it. I think that um, there's probably I'd, I'd rather so how have you fix that. That's what I mean. Like, how, how you can't limit that, right? Like, yeah, that'd yeah. be like saying, like, okay, so like, so you say like actors can't run for office, right? Like, well, what's next? Mechanics can't, carpenters can't. Jesus, with the carpenter, you're gonna tell me carpenters can't run? You know what I mean? Like that's what I mean. Like, what are you gonna do? Well, I think we 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 have to fi- we have to fix the media first, to where like the media is strictly just giving giving people exactly they'll just continue to push whatever just rings the bell of gets more people, more viewers, and, and more listeners. And you said we have to do that, or we can't. We, keep we doing have that? we can't continue to do that. Okay, I thought you were saying we should do that. Like, no, oh, no, we have to. You have to. There has to be a balance there with with our media's and with our. our it can't just be all clickbait. It can't just be everything. It has to be a full balance of like, okay, like yeah, you know, Colin Kaepernick is doing X, Y, and Z, but also here's a guy from fucking you know. Wherever you're, Minnesota, who's doing X, Y, and Z too, which is impacting community, and no one knows it. You know, I, I guess my argument is just like, like people care on like it. It just depends on your reach. I mean, for instance, right? Uh, are you a Dollar Shave Club guy? No. Yeah. No. So I get Dollar Shave Club. I love Dollar Shave Club. Uh, shout out to Dollar Shave Club. They're not advertiser, but free plug. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the cool things they send you these little fucking you know little fold out like you know bathroom reading all mm-hmm. magazines, right? And they do like spotlights on their members and people who have different causes and mm-hmm. they donate money to various causes. And it's super cool. Things like that, I think, are awesome mm. for, like, smaller causes, you know what I mean? Mm. You know some guy who, like, raised a bunch of money and, you know, fed the homeless in his town for, like, a year? Mm. Cool. Like, feature him on a blog, put him in the local news, mm. you know, put him in the Dollar Shave Club newsletter, mm. whatever. Like, that guy doesn't need to be on GQ. That's my point. Like, those aren't the citizens of the year. Colin Kaepernick, like, revitalized an entire conversation for millions of people across the country mm. about how we treat one another and what the expectation should be surrounding, like, the future of athletics and, like, like the professional icons of this country. Mm-hmm. That is a lot more than anyone I know has done with their citizenship lately. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm sure there are people more qualified than he for that award. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. To your point, it, you know, I make the argument LeBron James could win MVP every year, right? Yeah. Elon Musk can probably be citizen of the year every year. Bill Gates could probably yeah, be citizen of the Bill year Gates, every year. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Uh, Warren Buffett could probably be citizen of the year every year. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Jeff Bezos, I'm sure some people would argue. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there are people, you know what I mean? That, sure. You know what I mean? But, like, you look for newsworthiness, you look for, like, Relevance to the specific year, not just like the betterment of society mm-hmm. as a whole. Mm-hmm. Like, you, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of factors that go into that. And like, who who else would you have nominated for this year's system of the year? I guess that 
Do you want do you want that to be our top five? Our last five top five. We'll do who, who else should have been citizen of the year? Are you cool with Colin? Because you seem not cool with Colin. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not cool with the trend of where our society is moving, and I think it's and and we're in this this oversaturation with celebrity and this like uh, just if we're worshiping these people, and, and I, I just don't like where that's going. I don't like where that leads, and it's already led to the bad place. You ask me. Uh, but I, I don't. I probably wouldn't. I would need more time to think of who I would nominate for top five. So I, would, I don't want to do that one. Uh, can I also say this in light of that? I I think Colin's a lazy choice. I think that it's was like Citizen c- 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 of the Year was coming up. They were like, shit, we kind of yeah. forgot about this. Who are we doing this piece on real quick? Yeah. It was like Colin's the easy guy. Yeah, it's an easy. It is, and it gets them on every media outlet yeah. talking about oh, GQ's fucking. It's the same. Yeah. So, salute to GQ. You got 14 minutes of our podcast. That's probably <laughs> way more than you deserve. Way more than that. Uh, shout out to Colin Kaepernick. You're the man. Uh, do you want to touch on people saying that J.J. Watt should have won it real quick? I thought that was such like, a BSE hot take. Well, yeah. I mean, people people compared what Colin did with what J.J. Watts did, raising like, wait, $35, $40 million for Houston. Why do you call him J.J. Watts? Just Watt. What? Whatever. Did I put? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Make him sound like he's from Compton. Yo, JJ I was, Watts, nigga. So it was Alan Watts' son. <laughs> okay. JJ <laughs> Watts raised mad cash. Compton JJ <laughs> raised mad mad cash for the hood. Yeah. H town. Um, a lot of people were like he should have been. He he, you know, he could have been just as qualified for this, and maybe even more in some people's eyes, um, because. Um, in a lot of people's eyes, what Colin Kaepernick, a lot of foolish people who don't want to take the energy to look into it, have conversations with anyone outside of their immediate social circle, would just assume that Colin Kaepernick is doing something that's extremely controversial and disrespecting America and the troops and shit like that. Um, although, fucking, if, if anyone who wears a fucking American flag bikini or a fucking <laughs> laser American yeah, flag towel, that's like, what I mean. Every, like, every Budweiser commercial is more disrespectful than what Colin's done. Um, they feel like J.J. Watts has done more, um, and they that would have been their nomination if we're going in that round. My my quick take on that is very simple, and this is what I mean to Colin's point. It's like, J.J. JJ Watt was the citizen of the month, maybe, for that month. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but it, like that wasn't, and I'm not. I'm not saying that we should just pass over that. And Thirty-seven or whatever fucking million he raised, and like that's all well and good. But like, if we talking citizen of the year, my nigga, like you couldn't have split that Puerto Rico. <laughs> like, yeah. Then we, you know what I mean? But like, I don't know. Like Colin Kaepernick's like movement has been lasting the entire year. It's been like a t- well over a twelve month thing. JJ Watt, like salute to you, my guy. Like my roommates from Houston, salute to Houston. I got mad people in Houston. I love Houston a lot. Uh, never been, but I want to go. Uh, but I don't know. Like I'm, I'm happy for all that he's done. And I don't think that makes him like a bad guy because he's not citizen of the year. But I would vote Colin over Watt. Uh, yeah, there's probably a bunch of other guys you could nominate. I would think a lot harder about, but like if yeah. those are my options, Colin Kaepernick is the obvious choice in my opinion. It's the easy choice. I, I and and I'm not mad at it. I respect that people outside of the African American community is shining a light on Colin Kaepernick and 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 showing what he's doing yeah. is that's the right necessary. way. I think that's necessary, and I think that's appropriate. And, and I respect GQ for doing that. It was easy decision, I'm sure, because they get free press on it. Uh, do I want to live in 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 the 
in a culture where we have a celebrity as a president, our political leaders are athletes, and comedians are the only place we get honest feedback about cultural and, and polit- culture and politics, no. I don't want I don't think that's a safe place to be. So let me let me ask you this as a transition. Uh, do you do you want to talk about comedians or do you want to talk about athletes first? Uh-huh, whatever. You Let's go to athletes cuz I feel like this will be quicker. Mm-hmm. But like to your point about like the the celebrity stage of athletics, right? Mm-hmm. The NFL this year, which is hands down the biggest sport in the in the, the yeah, country, in the country. Right? No. possibly in the world. I mean, no, soccer. Soccer is bigger, but I'm saying as, a, as an individual league, I think they might be like the most successful league. I don't know. I think soccer. Maybe still. EPL. I don't know which soccer league would be like mm-hmm. more successful individually than the NFL. That's what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's like several huge ones, obviously between England, Spain, Germany, uh, Italy's decently. Anyway, getting away from the point. Uh, I guess my point is like. Most successful, you know, league in all of professional sports, looking like, looking like it's going nowhere up, but up for the past like couple of decades, and I feel like it came to a screeching halt this year, man. Mm-hmm. Like everyone of notoriety is hurt and banged up. Nobody's like the the best stories in the NFL are still like a forty something year old Tom Brady and like mm-hmm. whether or not like the Eagles will keep being good. Mm-hmm. And like I'm sorry to Philly, but nobody really gives a fuck about the Eagles. Uh, so I don't know. It seems like it's been like a down year for the NFL. It seems like it's been a bum year. Every every story is a bad story. The Zeke thing is terrible for the league. Goodell's getting forced out by the owners, mm-hmm. and it just seems to be karmic almost. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's I'm I'm happier to see what's happened with the NBA with the players taking more of a like. If I don't like this, I'm gonna say something. Approach, and mm-hmm. you're seeing that in the NFL, and the NFL just doesn't seem to know how to react. Yeah. Uh, and so, to your point, like I don't want to live in a world where my entertainers and my celebrities, and my athletes especially, are like the political voices. Mm-hmm. But like, if that's who people listen to, then I'm really happy they're starting to talk. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be doing anything to tell them to shut up. Mm-hmm. Like, keep talking. Yeah. Like, whether you're right or wrong, we'll tell you after. Keep yeah. talking. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, yeah. No, I I agree with that. And. and you know, it is. I do think it's a fine balance of uh, your your athletes and your celebrities and your leaders in this community. Because I, the one thing that I didn't like about Michael Jordan is the fact that he didn't use his influence and his 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 power within African American community to speak on more issues. Can I, can I be honest with you on that though? I've I've thought long and hard about that because I I used to agree with that and it was one of my big like. Hang ups on as a as a Jordan fan as, mm-hmm. as a believer in Jordan to go, mm-hmm. but the more and more I grow up and I see what times are like even now, mm-hmm. I think back to the age Jordan came up in in the mid to late '80s and then through the '90s, and I look at the opportunities he's provided black culture mm-hmm. as a result of him keeping his mouth shut and mm-hmm. building that brand, mm-hmm. and I can't really hate it anymore. Like I look at it as like. Jordan has done more for basketball and hip hop in by proxy black culture mm-hmm. as a whole mm-hmm. than damn near anybody on the planet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he's up there with the fucking Oprahs of the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like, do I wish he spoke out more openly? Mm-hmm. Sure. Do mm-hmm. I wish he had some different beliefs? Honestly, mm-hmm. like I think he's a little ass backwards in a lot of his beliefs. Mm-hmm. And very conservative and shitty in a lot of ways. Yeah. Uh, but like. The dude knows how to make money like old white people know how to make money. Mm-hmm. And that's not something a lot of black people know how to do. Point blank period. We discussed this like 12 episodes ago. Yeah. About, uh, inherited knowledge and wealth. Mm-hmm. And he has provided like 
a, a heritage that will live on well past his, his life, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? With hundreds of thousands of jobs and hundreds of thousands of young black people, and not white people, and people, of, you know, all types of people who work for Jordan across all types of the world, mm-hmm. right? With new opportunities that didn't exist without him. Yeah, but also there's which I think's dope. Yeah, and I and and I can see that, but there's also a smooth way to do it, like the Oprah way to do it. Like there's there's not a doubt. You don't, you don't think the way Jordan do is smooth? I don't know because he doesn't. He doesn't do. He he's impartial about everything. He makes no stands on what's anything. Sm- what's smoother than that? How Oprah does? Oprah fucking do. Oprah still finesse. She has a. I guarantee. you. Yeah, but, but Oprah's job is to talk. That's my point. That's not Mike's job. Okay. To your point, you don't want your athletes talking, right? Is no, it, no, I don't want an ideal athlete. No, I didn't say I don't want my 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 uh, celebrities or athletes talking. I don't want them to be the fucking leader in the politician. That's like you know, moving culture that but way. I, but I, I guess my point is, if you don't, if I don't. If society doesn't want me to be a leader in that sphere, right, mm-hmm. then why would I contribute anything to it? Because that just provides new opportunities to damage my reputation. So Jordan's looking at it like, you don't want me to be a leader in that sphere. So you don't want me to be a politician. You don't want me to be a, a, a societal leader, right? Mm-hmm. Then why would I speak on those issues? All I can do is damage my brand. No, I think you can speak on, you can speak on issues. I mean, oh, like, the, okay, so... Oh, yeah, but I'm saying if he speaks on it, then, like, you, like, he starts to gain a position of influence in that world. And now people like you are saying he shouldn't have one. No, so, I'm not saying he shouldn't have. I'm not, and I'm not saying Kyler Kaepernick shouldn't have one. I just don't. I just don't want like those to be like the biggest star shining in this atmosphere where we're talking about social change. There should be political leaders, and I and I, I guess I grew up admiring the Martin Luther Kings and the MLKs and those guys who were yeah, like, but I'm saying those, those, those guys weren't politicians either. Those guys were preachers. Those guys were pastors. Like the professional activist doesn't like we don't give them notoriety like we used to. Exactly, and I feel like it, it, I feel like we should be like looking towards these guys. I mean, like these were like like the D rays of the world, like D rays. Yeah, it, it, well, I, I mean, I, that's what I mean. Like, like, uh, yeah. like well, just I think, one, one I think, of, the, of the state or the city council seat in Charlotte. You seen that? Uh, Black Lives Matter activist who got, got elected in Charlotte. Oh yeah, I did. Uh, that's what I mean. Like there are those people, but like yeah. you know, like we're slowly affecting that change. But like the way those people get notarized. Is like LeBron James shouting out that guy, retweeting. You know what I mean? I, I get. It. I like, think that's that is the balance where yeah, like I, but, the, I, you support these guys, and it's like I. But I, I guess that's my position. I like. I think it's trending more towards the balance, not uh-huh. more towards the fringe. I think there are people running towards the fringe, but like the the smart people. Uh, and I don't want to say the smart people. That's a fucked up. But like, I don't want to discredit anyone. But like. I think I think the smart money is on play in the middle, and that's I mean we've said plenty of times on air. Like if anything, this podcast is a few different things. We we tag it as you know the voice against fuckery, the intersection of all the different shit we always list or whatever. But the the big thing is always like we're very middle. We try to keep it pretty center, man. Mm-hmm. Like I you know I think left, I think right. You think left, the right, whatever. Like. At the end of the day, the answer is always going to be people somewhere. coming together somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Uh, and I think the smarter people are starting to see that where, like, entertainers know they have a voice and they need to use it. They yeah. also know that that voice needs to be kept. At, at, you have to keep the role of the entertainer to be able to say certain things. Yeah. I think some people are getting that blurry, and now the smarter people are figuring that out and being, like, you know, comedians for sure being more and more like, no, 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 I'm just a comic. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think athletes even are starting to be like, hey, like, I'm just an athlete, but so you know, like, 
I am an athlete. I worked really hard to get where I am. Mm -hmm. A lot of people look up to me, and I've been very successful in my life for X, Y, and Z reasons. Mm -hmm. With that said, here's my opinion on this thing. I'm no expert, but that's my background, and now I'm articulating that well, and that's good for everybody. Yeah, and here's the, I fear the future of the, when our kids are going through grade school, when we were reading about uh, these strong, whether they're politicians or civil rights leaders or military leaders and so forth, and we're those were like the heroes that we yeah. that pushed the culture. Like our our kids gonna be reading about Colin Kaepernick and, and Donald Trump and like that's like, weird. God, it's just it's that not it's really not weird. that's not the future I want, dude. It's so fucking scary. When you, when you put it like that, that is terrifying. That is terrifying, right? And that's the only thing. And no, I, I can't articulate the perfect balance of it because I don't think there, I don't think there is one yet. I think we're in this like wobbling state to where we need to find the perfect balance of where our celebrities start to support in, in, in politicians who are you know come up through like you know not everything has to go through like law school or like being a doctor or whatever but mm-hmm. like at least starts some kind of balance between where they don't need to be the 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 charging force in this, but they work collaboratively with some of these guys on the ground. See, it's funny you say that because a lot of people would argue the inverse, which is that like government is dominated by lawyers. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So lawyers are a perfect example, right? Like the lawyers make up, I think it's like ninety four percent of Congress. Mm-hmm. It's like the Congress is supposed to be a representation of the people, but it's made up ninety four percent of lawyers. Like we need more teachers in Congress. We need more doctors. Yeah. We need nurses. I need more farmers. I need more fucking machine workers and auto mechanics. And like those mm-hmm. are the people I need in Congress. You know yeah. What I mean? uh, and so I I think what's cool about the politicalization of entertainment is that it's making and and I mean I you've been in entertainment on and off for a while right? mm-hmm. so at least you have some background as I've dabbled my toes here and there but never super seriously and I think one of the big calls to action for a lot of people in the wake of Trump is the knowledge that like entertainment has a power mm-hmm. to galvanize people to action yeah. and entertainers speaking out will make that kid run for office will make that kid go to model UN will make that kid take a political science yeah. class mm-hmm. will make that person pick up an instrument will mm-hmm. make that person write a new song and like that's how we affect change mm-hmm. and so I don't know like the, I, I agree with you the fear that it brings me is very real and like I, I don't want my kids reading about Colin Kaepernick and LeBron James is the change of the future yeah. but then again like you say that and it's like I mean I write about Muhammad Ali right yeah. Muhammad Ali comes up in the Vietnam War when you go through the fucking textbook mm-hmm. and it's like I'm glad he does and I'm glad he did the things he did yeah. and like his, sta- his stance has changed a lot of things I, I mean you read about uh, Tommy uh, what the fuck am I blanking on his last name do with the fist uh, oh, uh, Munich Olympics. Yeah, Olympics. yeah, yeah. Um, I'm drawing a blank. We're terrible black people, but yeah. you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Anyway, uh, my point is like I think athletes and entertainers have a role, and I think they've just been quieter in the past 20 years than they used to be. Like I think I think <laughs> this is around money. where they're supposed to be. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I think they're they've gotten enough money now that like they can start speaking out again, and I'm I'm happy about it. Like I don't think. And and and, and, I, and I say this as a complete hypocrite because I would completely vote for Oprah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. 100% Oprah runs around voting for her. You know who like, somebody. Everybody or Will would Smith. Have, would have I would vote for Will Smith in a heartbeat. I'd vote for an Oprah Will Smith ticket. Oh, fuck yeah. I'd be a thousand percent I would. Them. I would fucking shoot an, the other. Could you imagine Will Smith <laughs> as president and Oprah as like the Joe Biden? You know, Joe Biden's everybody's like old uncle or like happy grandpa. Yeah. Like Oprah's like the happy grandma. Yeah. And like, dude, how dope is like. Vice President Oprah. Yeah. Like, I'm down for President Oprah, too, but, like, that might be... I just don't know who... 
Who keeps up with Oprah? Like, I don't know that Oprah could fill a cabinet with people that Oprah could, like, deal I feel with. like Oprah can move anybody. Oprah. Yeah, but Oprah could probably do it alone. So, like, I'm not too worried. Yeah, I'm yeah. with Oprah. Yeah, I'm with, I'm with either or. They can flip Win, about that. Winfrey, Winfrey Smith. That's, yeah, that's I'm, 2020. I'm, I'm, I'm all for that. So, uh, speaking of people that people wanted to run for president a couple of years ago and everybody loved, mm-hmm. let's talk about your buddy, Louie. Oh, man. This is a hard one for me, man. I know, bro, because you are a Northeast comic, so this has got to strike a nerve. This is tough. This is tough. And I was just... Uh, I also need a dude we called it drop, because did, did I not say this like four weeks ago when we were talking about Creeps in Hollywood? Yeah. I told you Louie was coming. Yeah, man, and I was worried about it. I, I, I got to start by making this point, and I know you're a much better man than me, and we've talked about this a lot mm-hmm. in the past. I was having this conversation with my friend the other day. I was just going to say, man, like, I don't get it. Like, when you read some of the stories, like, yeah. I've been a creepy dude, right? Yeah. Like, I was listening to Charlemagne talk about how, like, our generation, especially generations before us, are raised on rape culture, mm-hmm. right? Like, grabbing a girl's ass at the school dance or whatever was... Yeah, carte blanche yeah. in 1999. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, like, just shit's changed and shit's evolved, right? Mm-hmm. So, I'm not going to sit here and pretend I've been, like, the perfect fucking male all of my life and I've never mm-hmm. done, like, a fucking misstep when it comes to women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. However, if you invite two women back to your hotel, now, this is a story about Louis C.K. Mm-hmm. and what he supposedly did. Mm-hmm. You invite two women back to your hotel, right? Mm-hmm. Cool, you get back to the hotel. Before you even pour a drink or anything, hotel door closes. Mm-hmm. Your immediate move is to pull your dick out. Yeah. Now, that's pretty weird. That's now, super weird. I'm going to pause here, and I'm going to give Louie the benefit of the doubt. Uh-huh. Like I said, I'm a weird nigga. I've done some weird things. I've been asked to do some weird things by weird women. I don't know what what led up to that scenario, and I wasn't there. Yeah. So let's give Louie the benefit of the doubt, and I will just go fail, full male gaze here and be Team Louie, right? Uh-huh. Your next moment after you pull your dick out, and by these women's description... They are paralyzed in fear, not knowing what to do. Uh-huh. You got a bunch of options, right? Yeah. You can start stroking it. You can put your pants back on. You can flee out the room. You can crack a joke. Yeah. You can pour a drink. You got a billion options. Yeah. Some are good. Some are not so good. None of them are worse than already just pulling your dick out on yeah. site. That's established. We're yeah. agreeing. Yes. What could possibly be worse, except then, your next move is let's just get naked. Like, you pull out your dick, these girls are just like, oh my god, like, what are you doing? Yeah. And then your next move is to just start stripping, and then once you're fully naked with two fully clothed women who haven't said a word and are paralyzed in fear, then you just start, like, jerking it in their direction? Uh, That's just weird to me, bro. It's weird even hearing a description. That's what I mean. Like, when you hear that out loud, that's not weird to you? No, it's completely weird. Like, Uh, you can be into mutual masturbation, you can be into fucking massage play, like, whatever, but then you hear the details of these things, and I'm just like, bro, there's a difference between, like... Something you're into and downright predatory behavior. Mm-hmm. That's fucking creep shit. That's, that's not like, oh, like I like jerking off in front of other people and like you're like that's how you get off. That in like some consensual hot thing. Like I'm sex positive podcast. I'm here for you. Yeah. But like, nah. Sorry. That yeah. shit was just weird, man. Uh it is it's super weird. How do you defend your boy? I don't I don't think there's there's some things I shouldn't keep calling Louie your boy like you know. Yeah, I know. But I mean I would be friends with him. I feel like we've had... <laughs> even I, now? Even now. I do. I mean, like, here's, here's the thing, and I have to defend this. Like, we all have friends who did some creepy shit. Oh, um, facts. And, you know, and I think there is... We need... We... 
we're all fucking just lost in this fucking world doing some. We all, no matter who we look at, Louis, like, oh, this dude is like the king of comedy, a genius, and all his accolades and shit. But when it comes down to it, I, I, I guarantee Louis C.K. still feels like that awkward 23 or 4 year old in his 50 year old body trying to figure it out. And yes, he's gained some celebrity and he, he's the leader of his industry. But I guarantee you, when he closes that door and shuts off the lights and lays in bed, he feels like the twenty-five-year-old awkward fucking dude who's Nobody just trying to find super weird and trying to figure it out. Um, and 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 that is not it giving any excuse to what he's doing, especially because he's approaching these girls in a position of power. Uh, my question to you is. What if they were like, would we be hearing about this story or would it be as awful if it was just like a a random dude at a party and he was in the fucking room with two girls and pulled his dick out and started jerking it? Uh, Those girls would just fucking get the fucking creep and get the fuck out of there. See, I don't, I think those are two different questions. Would it, would we be hearing about it? No, because to my, yeah, my earlier point, like the level of celebrity it. dictates the story, right? Yeah. But like, would it be equally as creepy? Yeah. yeah and I think that's where like a lot of these Me Too stories came out and it's like, mm-hmm. bro, like I can't, like some of the stories I was reading, like I said, like it made me examine a lot of my own like past and like I'm, I'm glad I've grown as a human a little bit, but yeah. like I'm still growing every day and like I definitely did some fuck shit. Uh, but you look back at it and it's like I don't know how to like phrase it because like you're right like I'm I don't want to I'm not making excuses for Louis you know what I mean yeah. but like yeah like that happens often and like to your point like no it's not just because he's him that they're paralyzed in fear mm. like that's just paralyzed I don't yeah. know like uh, this, not, this is a weird question to ask you on air have you ever been sexually assaulted no I haven't so like. For most people I've talked to who have been sexually assaulted and from my own, like, experiences being sexually assaulted, it's mm-hmm. like, you always think about it in retrospect. It's like, nigga, like, I'm me. I'm, like, I'm 6'1", 220. Yeah. It ain't like there's a lot of women, like, coming to touch me who I couldn't beat the fuck out of. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, when that shit's happening, yeah. it's like, you don't... You can't react like you literally freeze up. So like, does that shit happen in real life? Like some frat party, some dude locks two girls in a room, and, like jerks his dick off, and, like yeah, comes on them. It's like absolutely, yeah. yeah. And do like and girls freak is- out, and, like paralyze in that moment? Absolutely. And like that's what I mean. Like that shit is happening all the time. I dude, I had a boss at a fucking pizza shop who used to do like do shit like that with the girls who worked at the fucking counter. Yeah. He like bring them back in their offices for their tips and like yo know, make them give them massages, make them give them a hand job, yeah. shit like that. And that's at, like a pizza joint. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a sleazy one of those terrible pizza joint yeah uh, but that's you know what I mean so it's like if, if shit like that's happening on those levels when shit like that happens at this level you have to call it out yeah you have to call it out and and like yeah I think um, you know no excuses for Louis um, I think that as I said he's figuring it out too I, I don't think that like he looks at himself as this huge celebrity with all this power I think he's so awkward. He made a terrible mistake, and he should be taking the heat. See, I feel that way if it was a one-time thing, but when you say a mistake, like, my, my nigga, like he, he made it, like, a lot of mistakes. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. at least, like, 12 that I've read about. Really? Is that many? Yeah, that's a lot. I, I just heard about, like, the two or three. There was, like, did you read about the one where he was on set and, like, literally just, like, walked up to some PA and was like, 
show me your tits, like, you have great tits, and just started, like, caressing her ass. Uh And then, like, she reported to, like, the producers and everything. They didn't want to stop running shows. So they had, like, quarantine Louis C.K. in between fucking Uh takes. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, bro, like, there's a lot. And so let me ask you this, actually, because I... and I don't want to keep putting you in the position of the comedian to defend the comedian. Yeah. What do you think of his response? Because that's one thing I, I actually did admire. He came out and was he's like, I was it. wrong. Like, yeah. Point blank period. Like, I fucked up. Yeah. And, like, as somebody who probably is not to that level, mm. but, like, I think any man over the age of I would probably gauge 11? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I'll, I'll give some, the new nigga some credit. Let's say over 22, 25. Yeah. You know what I mean? We were all raised in a culture where, like, I can guarantee you, you sexually harassed or assaulted somebody. Yeah. If you are a dude and you grew up around in a You've done city of more yeah. than 200 people. You've done like, some sketchy shit. I, I 100% guarantee it. So, like, knowing that, like, every one of these dudes who comes out is like, oh, I would never. This is slid. Please. Yeah. Somebody no. said the other day about the Roy Moore thing, uh, mm-hmm. dude down in Alabama. You yeah. heard about that? No. The, the guy running for senator is being accused of all this oh, trauma station shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, so, I've vaguely heard. I haven't looked like, the whole story yet, but I've vaguely yeah. heard. I mean, but like, so, some dude, I was listening to somebody talking about it, and they, they were like, go through like the hard drives and cell phones of any 60 plus year old white male. Mm-hmm. Like, my nigga, you're gonna find all sorts of shit of all sorts of shit. Yeah, exactly. Because like, didn't nobody know how to delete any of that back then. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean. Go find my cell phone from 2006. Find how many charges you can run me up on. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, they're no kids, though. I Don't mean, actually I mean. do that, please. Yeah. Uh, but I, I guess my point in, in in saying all that is like, I appreciate his willingness to own up to it, right? Like mm-hmm. all these other dudes, the Harvey Weinstein's of the world, and the kind of, I, I have a problem, or I didn't know what I was getting, or I forgot, or I was on drugs. Louis C.K. just came out and said, "Nah, like that was fucked up. Was I was wrong. Like, I don't know how that is gonna change the future, but like, that's a step. And yeah. like, I do want to acknowledge that because, well, again, I feel like we've used the phrase, I don't want to make excuses for Louis C.K. too often yeah. in this podcast, because yeah. that means we're probably making too many excuses for him." Uh, and which is why I need my male feminist drop on the soundboard. <laughs> uh, but no, nah, like, that's that's the level of dude I'm trying to get the rest of these dudes to be. Yeah. We all fucked up. Yeah. Admit and, that we're all fucked up and let's be better. And, 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 that's the, and that's where, like, yes, like, he's wrong and he, he's fucking should take the heat on this. Um, but we are at this moment where, like, as we now that even just men as just people in general we all got some fucked up shit and we need to like start to like we need to have these more open conversation i feel like we need to and this is a moment where like celebrity can work where these people were making terrible decisions and you use them as a sounding board to be like okay how do you arrive if they want to speak about how do you arrive there why do we why do some certain men think this is right and how can we you know move forward and you know net create a new generation who feel like it's all right to do some of these things because i to be honest this is fucking like yeah we've done some fucking we grabbed a girl's ass or shit like that but like fucking jerk off in front of something but that's what i mean by like the lines yeah the lines are fucking like weird and that's Um, also like that's not like some shit like like some teenage shit where like you were like I don't know, just a fucked up crazy kid like needed yeah. help. You know what I mean? That's like, no, you're a grown man. Yeah. He's like 50. Yeah. How old is he? 48, yeah, got, 50? Yeah, he's got to be 50. He's in mid 50s, right? Yeah. yeah. That's what I mean. Like, you're in your 50s, dog. Yeah. Like, that's, we, we brought the example earlier of like some dude doing that at like a frat party, right? Yeah. Not saying that's cool. That's still sexual harassment <laughs> and assault. Yeah. But like, 
I can wrap my head around like a 19 year old who's drunk be like oh this is gonna be dope it's like no you're like you're a fuck boy and kind of a criminal Yeah. but like okay like that's a childish mindset like you're a grown man Anyway, uh, we're coming up on an hour here. We can start, like, our own class of, like, how to fucking, like, holler at women and no being creep. Like, Yo, we, like can that ass, like, we can literally run the... I guarantee there's a ton of... I, I told you my girls uh, who... I told you my... I have a ton of girlfriends um, who are, like, actively dating and shit like that, and they just tell me the wildest crazy story about this guy that did, or this guy talked to me like this. What's the crazy story cra- you got? Dude, um... I'm telling you. Like, uh, I had a girl who was, like, like pretty much hanging out with this girl first time dating now. And then, like, they're sitting in the car bin in the night. And then just pants off, shirt off, like, in the whip. Like, did she undress? No, or? he undressed. That's yeah. what I mean. But, like, here's what I mean. Like, this is what I mean by, like, I... <laughs> I don't want to be on the side of creeps. I've just yeah. I've I've been a creepy nigga before, so I'm like visualizing the situation, right? Yeah. Okay, so he like you unbuckle your pants, right? Yeah. You give her like the look. Yeah. She does nothing. Yeah. Why is your next move taking off? <laughs> so I, cool. Next move, take off the pants. Yeah. Pants are fully off. Dick is out. Pants are around your ankles. You're in the car. Yeah. She hasn't reached for your dick. She's not caressing the thigh. Yeah, She's not going to suck your dick. You're not even kissing. Yeah. Those. What are you doing? Is, is this- Pull up your trousers. You are in a bad position. Eject. Bell out. The mission is... Wait, you need the, the switch from the, the too fast, too furious shit, right? Like, yeah. eject don't see no cuz. Like, we get the fuck out of here. We're taking fire. <laughs> no, abort mission. Yeah. Abort mission. Dick yeah. back in. But even, like, just, like, conversations, like, that they'll tell me about, like, on dating ass and shit like that, where guys are just like, oh, like, you know... Uh, Wait, oh, hold on. Back to that. What's she doing that's there? She fucking just got out of the fucking car. Like, what the fuck are you doing? And it's just fucking div. Huh? Okay. I don't know. She was like close to home. You know, no, she was fuck. out to dinner 15 miles from where she lives. No, she fucking got the fuck out of there. Good for her. I'm glad. I, that's fucking creepy. Dude. Yeah. And, but I mean, like. That's, that was just like his mood. Like, they went out for drinks. They got in the car. And he was, was just like, shoop. Yeah. Like, slid that, in the driver's seat, ass naked, like something. That was the move. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why that was the move. But that, that is was the bold. Move. Um, but but there's, there's such a, I mean, like, that's, I mean, I've heard a ton of it, like, whether it's just, like, starting a conversation and a guy's just, like, oh, like, you know, just trying to fuck, like, as soon as they first message and shit like that. It's just, it's a ton. It's a abundance of, it's abundance of people, especially guys who just don't know how to talk to women. Yeah, it's like, I would never want to be one of those, like, pickup artist advice bros or anything like yeah. that. I just, like... It's not even talking cool. to women. It's just like talk. It's just talk like to human talking to human beings. Yeah, because yeah, like, I don't care who you're interested in. It works for every gender, man. Like, be respectful. Have some confidence. Have something to bring to the table. Like, be interesting. Know how to tell a good story. Yeah. Uh, I I do want to recommend because uh, we we went through our top five podcast a couple episodes back, whatever. One of the ones I never mentioned to people, but like, if you're one of those people who it's just like you're awkward or you like you don't want like you don't feel like you know how to interact with people well you just want to be better at that sort of thing uh, it's really good if you're you know somebody in a, a job like that you're in sales some shit like that check out uh, the podcast The Art of Charm by Jordan Harbinger mm-hmm. hope I'm pronouncing his last name right it's really good uh, it's I uh, think a daily it's a couple, like, couple days a week at least uh-huh. they also do uh, Minnesota Mondays they call them and they're like 12 minute little mini episodes right. and they're great they're you know like there's one on like how to tell better stories another one like how to be better about schedule your time it's another one about how to like 
be better in short interactions with people about leaving them like with instilled confidence about who you are like all those little things about like people who have social anxiety want to be better about like controlling social interactions it's really cool uh, I also love promoting other people of color podcasts so shout out to Jordan Harbinger it's really is really it good a uh, mixed dude yeah, he's an uh, ex-finance lawyer uh, uh, so super on his P's and Q's uh, a lot of good tips on finance about kind of being more productive about like organizing your life in a way for you to be happier and healthier so definitely check that out um, so I didn't mean to make that a super long plug and get super off track. No, this we're outside like an hour seven. Yeah. What do you want to do on top five on? While you're thinking about that, here let me plug this too while we're plugging shit. Uh, just so everybody knows, I know we shot out last episode, but obviously it's November. Uh, that means it's Movember. Movember is my favorite month in the entire year. A, because Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving food is the shit. But also because Movember uh, is when we raise money for the Movember Foundation. Uh, they handle a bunch of different things. They donate and fund a bunch of different work and charities, mostly surrounded uh, around prostate cancer, uh, t- uh, testicular cancer, and other cancers that uh, adversely affect predominantly men. But one of the cooler things that they do uh, that I'm a big fan of and how I got to be working with the Movember Foundation and raising money on their behalf is that they donate a lot of money towards uh, men's mental health causes. Uh, so obviously men are you know the, the leading case of suicide, leading cases of violent crime, uh, leading cases in, in <laughs> uh, kind of determining reasons of a lot of other horrible things in the world uh, and a lot of that in my opinion comes back to people being happy and healthy with who they are and what that boils down to is taking a good look uh, and some introspection and understanding who you are why you're that way and if you want to keep being that way if you want to do something about it uh, and so uh, that's that's why I'm about the Movember Foundation also gives you a great reason to grow a sweet mustache uh, so A grow a great mustache with us but more importantly or maybe equally as importantly because mustaches are great uh, donate to the Movember Foundation you can donate directly to our team raising some money at bit.ly backslash l2w movember so bit.ly backslash l2w for late to work movember uh that'll be up by the time we release this podcast so donate there we've raised about 250 bucks already we're trying to get it over 500 uh if we get it over a thousand i'll take a poll and i will wear whatever fucking mustache you guys want to make me wear hitler stash question mark batman stash whatever we're gonna do I'm going to make Chris grow a mustache, too, or at least donate <laughs> some serious fucking money because he's I, fucking up the cost. I just shaved my beard, man. <laughs> I know, he, he, he really looking very trim 80s yeah, out here in his Adidas tracksuit. Uh, <laughs> all right, so what are we doing on top five? All right, I don't know yet, but I'm going to toss a couple at, at you. All right, Hit me. Uh, either top five people who crush your world if they were in a scandal. Okay. Uh, top five people that are super happy that these scandals are going on right now are super are super happy happy because okay. it's just like fucking attention off me okay shit uh, that's all I got I have one in my head but I let's go that. crush your world because I want to see who's coming next uh, uh, that crush your world oh yeah that, or we could do like the who do you think the next oh let, let's do who do you think's gonna be next because we call Louis C K I want to see if we can call a couple more okay. so all right, all right our top five predictions of who will be the next person outed as a sexual predator in the entertainment industry mm, yeah uh, did you see Matthew uh, Weiner the guy from Mad Men he was another one. No. Yeah, uh, the director of X Men, Ellen Page, called out. Did you see that? Oh, well, we talked. To, oh, was was that yeah, who we, we talked about previously? You mentioned something about him. I yeah. didn't know anything about it. And then Ellen Page wrote like this, like six page fucking dissertation uh-huh. on all the creepy shit that was involved there. Uh, hmm. I had to make a prediction. Uh, all right, can I throw out a hot take? Right. And like, don't kill me for this internet. And maybe this won't be true. And God, God knows, I hope it doesn't come true and you mentioned like people who crush your world mm-hmm. Seth Rogen mm. 
He, yeah. He's a big, you know, James Franco guy. James Franco has been outed on more than one occasion as being a certified creep, trying to pick up 14-year-olds and shit. Yeah. Uh, he seems like one of those, like, too good of a guy not to be a, like, I don't know. He, uh, he may, don't know. It may just go down with him. Yeah, which sucks. I, would say, I like Seth Rogen a lot. I would say it would be the other dude... Um, Who's the? Sh- he reminds me. Of, he's he from Super Bad. He always loses. Jonah weight. Hill. Jonah Hill seems like. Okay, he's like, yeah. Jonah Hill will probably be up there. We're typecasting, huh? Uh, like Jonah those guys that just like got in the industry, you know, weren't getting laid before they got in there. Yeah, I feel like they just did some weird shit when yeah. they had the opportunity to do weird shit. Now it's gonna reflect badly in a new light. Yeah. Uh, so I can see that. Uh, I I also think I don't know which one because I don't know them personally well enough to know. But my, my hot take is the next big, big, big name that it'll be will be an owner of a sports franchise. I'm surprised they haven't. That's what I mean. I'm Like, that's got to be... It, All right. Random, who's a more power drunk? Like, yeah, random sports people. owner next. Uh, All right, let's see. Who else? Uh, I figured there's got to be a rapper in there somewhere. You always hear weird shit about Diddy. Yeah, but like I feel like black people have stayed mysteriously out of this. Yeah. It started with Cosby and everybody like but like black Twitter really defended Cosby probably to a fault, like yeah. uh, aggressively so. Mm-hmm. And I honestly like people ain't really coming for black people right yeah. now. Well, I mean besides Cosby and uh R. Kelly. Yeah, but you know what the other thing is too? Is like I feel like in the black community, like we we knew, found out about it, and started like stomping that shit out like yeah. a while, kind of like more quietly. But like that's been a thing for a while. Like I don't know about you, but like as an adult male, mm-hmm. like I have never once thought to even kind of disrespect a black woman. Yeah, like, no, it's not gonna. I'm good. Not I I I've seen your, how this shit goes. <laughs> get your shit kicked in and go ahead. <laughs> that's what I mean. Play like, that game. Play that game if you want to. Like yo, it's funny. We go out like my core group of friends, whatever, and then my homegirl Jackie. I love Jackie to death. Mm-hmm. But like I'll talk so much shit to. All her friends she hangs out with comes to Jackie. I am so respectful because yeah. Jackie will whoop my goddamn ass. She'll call me up for everybody I know. She's smarter than everybody we hang out with. Yeah. I can't pull no punches. She'll drop bars on me for days. Like you know what I mean? I know better than the fuck with Jackie. You know what I mean? And that's just how it goes. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Hopefully, one of those Coker brothers. Oh, the Coker. That'd be yeah. I see. I they pay. They can pay off anyway. Yeah. I'm, that won't go down. I hot take. Hot take. Hot take. Police. Donald Trump gets impeached over a sexual harassment charge. I, I, I feel like that's how this ends up ending. Right. Because that's how they got Bill, and that's like the grounds for impeachment. That's the best track round, mm-hmm. and it's only a matter of time. Yeah. Nigga, nigga was just in Thailand. Come on. Yeah. Come on. D Trump. D Trump may be number one. That's what I mean. Like, he won't be the next, but he's coming. Yeah. All right, we need one more on our prediction list so that sometime in 2018 we can look back at episode 15 and be like, we right as fuck. All right, who else? Who else? I kind of agree with you. There's got to be another black person coming down. But I made this point to somebody the other day. It's mostly comedians and powerful entertainment figures, and they've never let black people be either. So it's great. that's true. Who are you going to get? They already tried to get Jay for the cheating thing. Yeah. I don't think there's really anyone else at his level you can get out of here. Diddy, Diddy's a good call, but I don't think anyone hates... No one hates Diddy like that. No. I don't think Diddy's got beef like that anymore anymore. And Diddy's too... Or whatever, he changed his name. Diddy's Did you heard he changed his name again? No, he said it was a joke. I think he was just oh. high. And, oh, well, yeah. Um, Stop the edibles, my And Diddy's too fucking, like, conceited to, like, even... True. You gotta come to Diddy. 50 seconds, <laughs> by the way. We need, we, we, need, we need a fifth in 50 seconds. Or 45 seconds. Uh, fuck. 
Let's see. Um, I know I'm going to think about a million after. It's going to be either be somebody gay or a woman, I feel like, would be my other type. Like, it's going to be, like, a really powerful woman because, like, the men's right activists will cook something up to, like, try and balance this conversation. I don't know who that woman know. would be though. I don't know. We can do this four. Terrible, we can do four and then. No, we got to fit. It's the last five, top five. We're trying to fuck up my segment. <laughs> uh, That's what's crazy. Is there's so many dudes that could be. I just don't know who would be next. Yeah, I don't know. There's definitely. You think athletes will get hit? Yeah, I'm sure. You're talking about. We're talking about black women. Like they already tried to get cap out. That's what I mean. They try to get us out of here for other shit. Like, I don't think they're really like getting us for that. Yeah. Huh. I can't think of it. This would be easier if we did people with a crush. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's the other thing is a lot of these people, I just don't want to think about them being that person. Yeah, exactly. Like, for instance, you you, made, you brought him up earlier. Are we, are we really going to say that Michael Jordan couldn't be possible on this list? Oh, man. I, yeah, I mean, you know he I mean? could be there, but... Yeah, I, so. yeah you want to talk about you know sports owner James Dolan? Come on. Yeah. Just don't come in. Yeah. Been employing race, rapists for 20 years. Uh, who are we going to. Phil Jackson. Should we go Phil Jackson? Nah. Uh, That's what I mean. I do just slandering him, but yeah. like, I could see it. That's what I mean. There's so many guys I could just see. I don't know. Hopefully. Right. So, who's. who's <laughs> Who's the uh, the attorney general? Looks like a weasel superficial. No, oh. um, no, the current attorney general, Jeff Sessions. Sessions. I yeah. want to go Sessions. He all looks right. like a creep. So we're gonna go. He's, all, he's super, those super religious guys always have like creep in them. Actually, no. We're just gonna throw Roy Moore on the list because he hasn't been like called out and actually convicted yet. And that's definitely right, coming cool. next. Uh, Can we? Add, Sessions is Sessions is my. Uh, my uh, special six pick. Your, your honorable, your honorable mention. My honorable mention. Right. Hopefully they get you out of there. So late to work podcast top five predictions for the next sexual predator outed as a newsworthy story. Roy Moore is obviously number one. We're getting him the fuck out of here down in Alabama. This dude is diddling girls and boys of all sorts of ages, uh, trying to claim fucking Jesus made him do it or whatever the fuck. So get him out of here, number one. I'm going number two. I'm taking. I'm taking a sports franchise owner at number two. Yeah. I think that's coming next. I'm trying to do these in order of who we think. Better not be you, Mark Cuban. Better not be you, Mark. So Mark Cuban, it's funny you bring that up. He was the, he was one of the examples I heard people talking about. Not because they think he did it, but as an example of like if he was accused, an owner who would put up the fight yeah. versus like you took like the Donald Sterling situation, right? Yeah. The fight to get him to give up his team wasn't much of a fight because they gave him two billion dollars and he was a hundred years old. You yeah, know what exactly. Mean? Whereas Mark Cuban has like a lot more to lose there. Yeah. Uh, and like he's his brand is more tied to the team than some exactly. of these other owners. So I'd be, you know, it'd, it'd be like John Henry, you know what I mean, here with the Red Sox. Yeah. Like that would be, it, he's a little too tied to the Sox for that to go quietly. Yep. Uh, so yeah, I, I could see a sports owner, uh, James Dolan, Mark Cuban, who I don't know who, but that's my number two pick. And in order of who I think is, this is going to come out about, uh, I'm going to go three Donald Trump because I think that's how we end up impeaching him. Uh, Donald Trump is a fucking creep. I think he just ends up doing some creepy shit that gets caught on camera, hot mic or something, uh, whether that's in the Oval on some sort of official business, and we just that's how we get him out of here. Uh, and if we don't, then I don't know what this country is anymore. Uh, four, I'm going to bump up uh, your boy Jonah Hill. 
I've heard, <laughs> I've heard some creepy things about Jonah Hill and just doing mad drugs with like teenage party chicks in the valley and shit. Like I could definitely see him being pu- like pulling yeah, your yeah. dick out at like a bonfire yeah, yeah. at Coachella kind of dude. I can see that. Which like I don't know, maybe d- that's more of a Burning Man thing. <laughs> Snowy place. Uh, and five, I'm actually gonna go Jeff Sessions over Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen, you get my honorable mention because I think you're uh, you run in weird circles, and I know James Franco. James Franco is gonna be the one who gets outed. Actually, let me put no. James Franco is gonna be my five. It's James Franco. I because mean, he if that hasn't like come out as like a big story. And I do you remember that when that yeah, actually broke? Yeah, when he tried to holler at that like fourteen year old in New York. I think she when was, he was like, on Broadway. I thought she was like she was like sixteen or seventeen. Okay. Yeah. All right, yeah, so a lot of a, a lot of honorable mentions down in that five slot. We'll see which one comes up. But I feel good about Roy Moore, Donald Trump, a unnamed sports owner, TBD, and Jonah Hill. For some reason, I just feel like you're right about Jonah Hill. That <laughs> that may be the hot take. Uh, we have anything else you want to plug before we get out of here? Uh, I am. Oh, the day just coming out. I'm in Starlights in Southbridge. I'm on the Comedy Connection on the. Th- 3rd of December. Check, check. Uh, I'm at um, uh, somewhere on the 1st of December. I think it's called Harvard something in Boston. My so, man really loves that date, you can tell. <laughs> Harvard something? Yeah, it's like... Uh, I'm the Tommy world. Doyle's in Harvard Square? No, it's like... Uh, I'll tell you guys in a second. You can outro and... Huh. Uh, uh, so while my man's being the least prepared fucking uh, as usual. <laughs> promoter of all time, uh, I'll let y'all know, as usual, this is the Late to Work Podcast. It's been episode 15. I'm glad y'all fucking with us still heavy. We're at 100 followers now. Thank y'all. 100 and 103 or whatever the hell we're at now. Uh, love each and every one of y'all. Please keep sharing this with your friends. Like, follow, subscribe, share, whatever you do on whatever platform you're into. Uh, we're going to keep expanding. We're going to keep growing, and we want y'all to keep growing with us. We'll never forget the small people, so if we ever get famous, we'll definitely look out for y'all. Uh, Thank y'all, everyone who John has been Harvard, donating. John Harvard's Brewery in Ale House in Cambridge. The things in Harvard Square. I'm there on the first. I think that's a Friday, or actually, it's the second. That's a, a Saturday. So John Harvard's Ale House, Cambridge, Massachusetts, on the second. Catch my boy, only Chris oh, Allen. Uh, if you want to find us, the podcast online, you can find us at Late to Work on Facebook, Late to Work on iTunes, Late to Work on SoundCloud, at underscore Late to Work on Twitter, and Late to Work Podcast at gmail.com if you want to email us. Like I said, we love good interaction, so definitely comment, like, share, s- subscribe, whatever you guys are into. Always love hearing from you guys. Let us know, you know who you want us to cover, things uh, you want us to touch on, all that cool, fun stuff. Uh, this has been uh, my lovely co-host here at only Chris Allen on just about every platform. Catch him doing stand-up at all the dates we listed. Fuck, actually, is and the seventh. It is the seventh. You're of the December. fucking worst. I am terrible. Please come to Cambridge on the seventh, not the second, oh, not the first, not November thirtieth, not any other fucking dates he gave you. Yeah, I'm the seventh of December, and come see only Chris Allen. Uh, I swear he's funnier on stage. I am uh, much, <laughs> and I'm prepared, slightly prepared. I actually wing a lot of shit, so yeah. Prepare for that shit. And probably <laughs> less sober. Uh, I'm your boy, as always, your boy Money Mitch at King Lear, uh, light skin Lord of the Flies, uh, mixed skin Messiah at ML Gainer, at ML Gainer 22, at M Gainer 22, wherever you want to find me. It's one of those. Uh, if you're that interested, just DM the podcast. I'll let y'all know. Uh, right. Anything else we're going to get in? No. Add me at only Chris Allen on all social media. And, you know, that's it. All right. Don't be a dickhead. <laughs>